Hello, and welcome to the Lego Mike Rego Show. I hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast, the Lego Mike Rego Show. I have with me Dustin, a brand new guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I am Dustin. I am a gas goon, which means I work at a gas station. And that gives me a worldly view. Nice, nice, nice. And we have a returning guest, my brother Al. Hello, I'm not Dustin, and I'm not a gas goon. It's true. Just for the record, I'd like to say I am not a gas goon as well. I don't, I don't want to be affiliated with those type of people. <laughs> those people. It's all right. We're we're very very sketchy group. You know, we sell lots and lots of cigarettes, and I know what kind of cigarettes you smoke when you become when you come to my gas station. I remember those things. There was this fella. He was a little too friendly. He pumped my gas for me. I was, I felt, I felt demasculated the entire time. <laughs> oh no! See, that's that's extra labor. I don't want to do that unless I have to. Like, it's a little old lady, and she can't pump her gas. I'll pump her gas. But if it's like, or if it's like someone's like, I have never pumped gas in my life, and I do not how. I would teach them. There was a uh, bakery on this street I'm on that closed down, became a gas station where one guy was running it and he would pump the gas for people and that did not, uh, didn't go well. It shut down and now it's a bakery again. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been to full service gas stations. Pretty classic thing. So, Dustin, you had a, uh, hot topic you wanted to bring well. up. Well... You see, another thing I do sometimes, and I gotta do again soon, coming up in August, is, uh, separate from the gas goon, I officiate weddings. And I've been to a lot of weddings lately, because there's just a lot of them going on. And there's a couple, couple interesting things about weddings that I've been thinking about. So, like, for instance, like, the origin of bridesmaids and groomsmen. So, bridesmaids go, like, back before ancient Rome, even, and, like, they're in the Bible, that they're usually, uh, usually a wife would bring a female servant to the ceremony to keep an eye on her and keep her from running away, and groomsmen were picked to help, uh, kidnap the wife, actually, from her family in case they wouldn't give her away, so he could just, you know, abduct her and be married, and his, his groomsmen would keep them from running away and keep, you know, help kidnap her, and the, the, the best man was like, this is my best thug, my best goon. My best thug. <laughs> I like that term. Oh, yes. My best bounty hunter. Right, like, you know, if, if there was a case, like, today, like, you know, people are like, oh, this is my best friend, but if I'm being honest, like, if I, if I had to kidnap my significant, if I had to kidnap Hannah from her family, I'm gonna go hire, like, dog the bounty yeah, like, a, the, you know, Boba Fett, or, uh, what's... Danny Trejo. <laughs> hey, come here. It's time to go to your wedding. That's, that's a terrible Danny Trejo. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate the support. Needs work. <laughs> Isn't it deeper? It's like, uh... Hey, come here. I'm Danny Trejo. No, that's terrible. That's worse. That's worse. I'm not gonna do another one. That'd be like if uh, Super Mario was Danny Trejo. It's a me, a Danny Trejo. Oh, 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 I'm Machete. 
another interesting about thing about weddings that I just find is like the whole concept of the the thank you cards that you've got to send to everyone who attended. It's like, aha, I have spent a bunch of money on catering and planned a big old party and invited you, and now I have to thank you for coming. Thanks for coming, you know? I guess. What do you think about that there, Al? Because I know you have a pretty... You're you're pretty traditional guy. I think guests don't get thanked enough for the hoops they have to jump through to humor the people who invited them. Tell me more about this. See, I I knew you'd have a take like this, and that's why I wanted to hear what you had to say about it. It's like, like, yeah, people invited you to buy them appliances from a list of things that you have to buy them. Uh, See, that's something I didn't take into account, and I haven't taken into account at all, is like... The, the gifts of wedding, because, like, most of the weddings I've I've gone to, they haven't really, like, you know, a lot of people, it's like, the gifts they bring tends to be, like, helping out with the wedding, like, bringing, helping with the cake, or doing some other things. I hadn't even thought about, like, people, some people actually bring gifts, like, appliances and stuff, and that's, like, that's wild to me. And it's like, they could have spent the money that they spent on the wedding on buying their own appliances. Well, see, now that you put they it out like that, that is... Know, they, could, they could get married for $40 <laughs> and buy all the appliances they want. You just pay for the marriage license, you know, and go to the judge. And then throw a big party that's... in your own time or whatever. That's a good point. Like, they, sp- they spent enough money to buy their own appliances. Well, I guess, you know, if I had to buy an appliance for a married couple, I'd probably... Cheap out, like I don't know. I'd, I'd go. I'd spring for a bottle of wine before an appliance. But then I guess they, you know. And they talk. You're right there. You, you get the wrong expensive thing. Like if you oh, buy them see, the I, wrong I, expensive I, gift, you know what I mean? They like talk shit about you. Oh, that's true. Things are getting a little too real. <laughs> too real. What's your uh, least favorite part about a wedding? Uh, my least favorite part about weddings would probably have to be, like, it, well, I mean, it's different. The, the, the biggest obstacle I find in trying to plan a wedding is catering. Because it's like, what is the best way to feed all, the, all of your loved ones? Because... You know, you could have them all bring a dish, but a lot of people, you know, when you get to, like, over 100 people, it's like bringing a dish is, you know, and then there's stuff that people won't get to try, and that sounds disappointing to me. At uh, my sister's wedding, they um, they didn't tell us what type of drinks they put in front of us, and <laughs> me and my nephew, we just kind of assumed it was juice, because why would they put wine in front of kids, and we got drunk off the wine. And it was uh, such a strange... I, I don't really remember what I was doing, but apparently I was walking around really mindlessly after the fact. That sounds pretty awesome. You just, <laughs> you know, a little bit of, little bit of giggle juice for you. Uh, I just remember, like, I suddenly... Like, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I just felt so adult all of a sudden. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know what I was drinking, and... I know, it was so strange. In, I felt so Instant puberty. <laughs> Al, what's your least favorite part about a wedding? Uh, I don't know. I guess most of it. I see, I see. Would you uh, consider a wedding to be like an institution? I suppose so. I just think it's a really big inconvenience for guests sometimes. 
That's true. I, I can see that. I always feel awkward when I'm at a wedding. Depends on the, it just all depends on the circumstances, I guess, and the people who are getting married and the people who are being in Right. Well, that's, that is true, because, like, I remember uh, some two friends of mine who didn't get married, but they were planning their wedding. They're like, all the all the guys have to wear seafoam green, and it's like, I guess when you coordinate that much. But when I think of a wedding, I'm just thinking of, like, you know, two people with with one, what, whoever's officiating, pretty simple, just, you know, do the wedding, People show up or don't show up, and then afterwards, there's cake. Because, um, like, sometimes when it's the shallow people who are just kind of like, you know, look at me, look at us, and, like, everybody has to deal with it, and they put duties on the guests. It's like, what do you mean? Like, I, I don't have to do anything for this, you know what I mean? You're lucky I came. Well, see, that's my attitude of it, too, in general. It's like, you know, for me, thinking about throwing a wedding... It's like thinking, you know, wow, it's it's great you showed up and it's great you came, but like that that's that is my only expectation of you as a guest. Yeah, like some people want to put the guests to work and make them like follow certain, you know, a thing, follow a, a guideline or whatever. Or, you know. I guess I've never had the the luxury of being to a a well structured wedding, because my father's wedding was pretty chaotic. And my brother and sisters have both have had pretty unorthodox weddings. My uh, only thing we really want for our wedding is just to have our friends and family, and we're basically taking care of a bulk of it ourselves. That's good. We, do, we, are, we... we are having help, obviously, but it's from like people who want to help, not 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 that we've asked or anything. Yeah. Actually, thinking about it now, I lied about my least favorite part. I I do have a least favorite part because in, in, in my friends, they only did it at my friend's mother's wedding, and then my father's wedding was the second time I've seen them actually do this. And it's like to me, it's it's awkward and really gross, especially when it's like you know you're looking at it as a mother figure. It's the garter belt thing. Like, do you know this tradition for the garter belt? I have no idea. I'm a big okay. Fan. So there's. Like, this, this, like, it looks like a hair scrunchie that they put all the way up on their thigh, like, you know, crotch deep in the thigh. Oh, and so, like, yeah, uh, and they, so, you know, the, the women, the women throw the bouquet and catch it, and it's like, oh, teehee, this is the next one to get married, but then I guess the men, you know, the groom takes that off her thigh and then flings it to the, to the boys and they're supposed to catch that like no one wants to catch that. a bouquet of flowers like yay look at that no i want that, that. But, i've well, never I mean, just, seen that before uh, so you've never seen the garter belt thing no never usually people don't do it because you know this it depends you know i guess well, if it was like someone my age and the bride was attractive that. it'd be interesting but the only times they've ever done it is like my <laughs> my stepmother and then my friend one of my friend's mothers, and neither of these people are anyone who I, you, I want to be catching like they, basically they, their panties. They throw it and the whole crowd just parts. Like, to the <laughs> <side>. <laughs> That's basically what happens. Like, one bold like, guy catch, like, jumps picturing... to catch it just to be like, haha, I caught it. Like, but I'm everyone picturing... else is backing away like, please, someone else catch this. I hope it does not come for me. Like, I'm picturing <laughs> when, Jack, when Jack Black stage dives in School of Rock. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Everybody moves and he just hits the floor. Next All right, well you know, now got low. Now I'm gonna gotta pull up the the history here of this uh, quick. 
Because I, I want to know more about this Garter Belt thing because the fact that you guys don't know about it means that I guess it's not quite as common. Like, I, I, he I hear about it. It's I a, didn't know about it. Oh, my phone's acting up on me a little. Here we go. So, anyway, while that quick loads up, uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk about with weddings? This is clearly, well, you know. I, I could, I will say, while that loads, I thought about more of my least favorite part, which is probably just uh, having to, like, you know, go be fake in public, if that is if it's people who you think is like a sham relationship or whatever. Like, I see you know, what you mean. I guess I haven't really to been to too many like of those. You have to go there and act like you're excited and like, you know, you're on the same page with everybody. Like, oh, this is awesome. Wow, I'm so happy for them. And, but you don't like mean it. Ah. Uh, and like you got to hold your tongue or whatever. See, I guess if that's how I feel, I just wouldn't end up going to the wedding. Like, I've never obviously, obviously there's a part of the ceremony where they invite people who have an object objection to speak up, but really, who is that much of an asshole? Like, <laughs> that, well, that's something. Who's going to actually speak up? Well, and the thing is, even if you speak up as a joke, do you know that they legally have to stop the wedding? <laughs> like, that's even funny. if you're just like tee hee ha ha. Okay, so I've got the tradition here. So the the. Tradition of the garter belt originated in the Dark Ages, and it was thought to be good luck to rip a piece of the bride's wedding gown for a keepsake to appease the guests and save the gown. So oh. he would throw the garter instead to save the wet the 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 dress. So I guess it would buy them just enough time to make their escape. So it started like similar to how they kidnapped the white the, the the bride. So you know they would leave a piece of it behind, and whoever kept that piece of the dress, you know, it's like the, you are now destined to be next. But then as it they got more civilized, they're like these are expensive dresses. We don't want to we don't want to rip them off to shreds. So they you know opted to go for this basically panty thing. That's interesting. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's another one of those classic things. I had a question for you, Al. Is there anything you're excited about when it comes to visiting for my wedding? Is there going to be alcohol? Probably. That. No, I'm just kidding. I think it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see everybody and all that. I hope I'm in better shape by the time. I've been working out and everything. I've been trying to get in good shape for it. I can't wait to put a glass under a handkerchief and step on it. I'm not <laughs> I'm not looking forward Bottle to how top. the suit's going to fit on <laughs> me though cuz it's since tuxes are like baggy, I'm not I'm not a fan of that. Have I'm, you I'm, have I'm you a, picked out your tux yet? Yeah, and it says I can't buy it. I can only get certain ones nope. for rent and I'm not looking forward to how it's going to look on me personally, but maybe I'm just or, maybe it's going to be a little bit different than I think it's going to be, but I hate baggy. I prefer tight I mean, suits. Right, me me too. Uh, to be honest, as a as a and I'm a bigger guy me too. and I like suits. So I I've learned some tips about dressing and I'm going to give you some some tips. So when you wear the jacket, there's three buttons, right? From from bottom to top. There's a rule about those three buttons, yeah, and that is absolutely never button the bottom button. Yeah, it's it's so from top to bottom it goes always, sometimes, never. So you always button the top button because that's classy, that's nice. 
depending on how well the suit fits, you'll go for the second button. But if you're a, you're a bigger guy and those suits they fit loose, you're not going to go for that second button, and you never do the third button because the third button's just there as like a in case of breakage or you know you you gotta take your jacket off to cozy up to some lady and she needs that coat. <laughs> So you, you button her up good. So it's always, sometimes, never, from top to bottom. Okay. And uh, for pants, you're always going to want to go one size bigger than you usually wear for suit pants. Yeah, they actually, even, uh, they fit me for those ones. <laughs> Unless well, they that's usually good. wear suit pants. They're just, they're fit for yeah, me, I mean, but yeah, they're, not, they're not fitted, if you know what I mean. Right. I'm, I'm talking as a bigger guy who doesn't usually wear, like, you know, mm-hmm. what I wear for blue jeans, my blue jeans are going to be tighter than my dress pants. I have a, uh, I have a good lower body, and I, I, I love fitted pants, like, fit to my skin pants. That's a good way to be. It's just getting rid of that, that middle area that I'm still working on. Mm-hmm. Cardio and sit-ups. We're going to have to meet next time I visit Ale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Next time you're in the area. To do the the poop coffee video. Poop coffee video. uh, The last time me and Al talked, I told told him about a uh, fake video that he never pitched me about you making... I can't remember. What was it? You were in the bathroom. he, He pooped... And to try to hide it, he made he made it he mixed it with water and made it look like coffee. Yeah, I'm making coffee. In I here. was like, I don't remember that video. I did, but I'll <laughs> that's a video we should. That's definitely a video we should make. But not right at this moment because we're I think we're done with bathroom humor for a video or two. Yeah, I did promise the viewers my next video might not be about piss and shit. <laughs> right. It'll be about cum. <laughs> well, instead it was vomit. Instead, it was about how to get Call of Duty for free and always get the ray gun from the box. Yeah, I seen that. I love that video. I I actually ignored it on my homepage because I thought I thought I was actually getting a meme video. It only yeah, it, it is, was only until I visited your channel video. today and I was like, oh. Well, right, I thought it was like, right, I thought it was like a recommended thing. I was like, why am I getting this? And then I saw, you know, the maker, and I was like, oh, check that out real quick. Uh, Another I, um... thing that's been showing up in my recommended feed a lot is like AI videos. Like for some reason, commer- burger and like burger commercials from the '90s, but generated Ooh, by AI. Did you see the pizza commercial? The, the pizza one that the, the the pizza pizza poppers or whatever they were. It was a pizza place. It was it was kind of like a retro Pizza Hut commercial, but it was like mouth say mm. knock knock. Who's there? Pizza magic. Pizza magic. Pizza magic, baby. <laughs> Every pizza comes with a pre-installed hole in the middle. Well, one trend I noticed about these AI-generated commercials, like at least the commercials I saw, is that they always turn into like some kind of weird alien or monster by the end. Yeah. Dude, uh, Bing Chilling. Bing Chilling? Yeah, have you seen the AI-generated Bing Chilling? Video? No, I haven't. Yeah. Tell, what, what can you tell me about this Bing Chilling? I don't know if I can tell you anything about it. I think you might just have to watch it. Well, that's definitely going to be one I'll have to look up. It's really short. It's uh, 
based on the the John it's John Cena, right? Yeah. John Cena with the Bing yeah. Chilling. Jesus, Bing Chilling. Yeah, so it's like this AI-generated video of him, like, eating ice cream in all these really weird-looking ways and just saying Bing Chilling all over, or over and over. You know, Well, I, I saw another one of the rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson eating rocks. <laughs> and that, that, like, it's, it's really well done until it gets to the moment where food touches their mouth. Then their <laughs> mouth gets really weird. I was uh, curious, Dustin, have you ever seen Al's uh, Hoodie Monster video? I have seen all, all the Hoodie Monsters, including oh. the one you, the sequels you made. <laughs> I'm, I'm subscribed to your YouTube. Oh, sweet, thank you. <laughs> I really liked the uh, the video, the I'm Proud of You video you did or whatever it was. I shared it to my Facebook. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, there was a couple, though. Which one was it? Was it the actual the I'm Proud of You or was it... You some bitch, I'm proud of you, you know. Oh, oh no, no, it wasn't. definitely wasn't that second one. It was, it was like a quiet, I'm proud of you. There was like a, I think if I remember correctly, there was like a reddish tint to oh, the video. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of them like that because of these LEDs we have in our room. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, setup that my brother has that I really want to get is he's got uh, like smart, like it's like these connectors that go in just before you plug in like screw in your light bulb it screws between the light bulb and the socket and it'll like it's a smart plug and some of them are capable of changing color so you can like scan an image on your phone and project the light the lighting of the room to change based on the image on your phone that's neat Oh. So, like, you, you capture an image of a sunset and be like, put that sunset in the room and all the lights will like you know, reflect that sunset my room just turned blue because my fiance heard us talking about the LEDs. I noticed it turned blue. I'm on camera? I'm... No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to let gotcha. you know that it turned blue. Oh, now it's, now it's a rainbow flashing. That's nice. <laughs> I uh, Have you ever seen the videos where uh, they, they tell Alexa or Siri or whatever, like, this is my swamp? Or there's an intruder, and you just hear Shrek go, This, or get out of my swamp, and it turns green, and it, it's a, the ear rape version of All-Star. Hmm. I have not seen that, but it sounds interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of funny ones like that. Like, there's one where it turns red, and it has this intense battle music while the the guy starts hunting with a gun. <laughs> I saw a video the other day that was pretty interesting. Uh, on that same kind of note, uh, this this person had had an AI write an entire script of a Shrek movie based on the existing Shrek movies, <laughs> and so like it was like uh, it was AI art based on that AI script, and it was I watched it like for twenty minutes, and it was. Way more memes than I think it was like Shrek based. Got a good chuckle out of it. Have you ever seen the Batman AI script? A couple of them, yes. I'd like to to read one with you quickly. Oh, if you've got one to read, I'm here to listen. Actually, let me give uh... us a dramatic reading. Okay, okay. 
Interior. Traditional Batcave. Batman stands next to his Batmobile and uses his Batcomputer. He's sometimes Bruce Wayne, sometimes Batman. All-time orphan. This is how a safe city. I have punched a penguin into prison. Alfred, Batman's loyal battler, carries a tray of goth, goth ham. Eat a dinner, Master Wayne. An explosion explodes. The Joker and Two-Face enter the cave. Joker is a clown but insane. Two-Face is a man but attorney. <laughs> no, it's Two-Face and One-Face. They hate me for being a bat. Batman throws Alfred, and Two Alfred at Two-Face. Two-Face flips Alfred like a coin. Alfred lands heads up, which means Two-Face goes home. <laughs> Batman continued. It is just you and I, the Joker. Bat versus clown. Moral enemies. Is there more? Oh yeah, here we go. I, I am such a freak. Society is bad. You drink water. I drink anarchy. I drink bats, just like a bat would. Batman looks around for his parents, but they're still dead. This makes him have anger. He fires a bat rocket. The Joker deflects it with his sick sense of humor, a clownly power. I have never followed a rule. That is my rule. Do you follow? I don't. Alfred, give birth to Robin. Alfred begins the process since it is his job. The Joker now has a pre a present in his hand. He juggles it over to Batman. Happy birthday, Batman. Batman opens the present since he's a good guy. It containing a cougar for... Oh no, a coupon for new parents, but it's expired. This is a Joker <laughs> joke. <laughs> That's it. A coupon for new parents, but it's expired. <laughs> Co. <laughs> Todd and Thanks, Riley were oh so sad. Batman has a pair of dead mom and dad. So AI is kind of magical. <laughs> but it can also be bad at times as well. It's true. So I've I've got a lot of friends that are saying like it takes away from what artists are able to do, but I think that's the opposite of that. I think like with the develop with with the ability to develop this AI, someone could come up with an idea, you know, of an amazing movie script, write it out, and even if they're not able to have the actors necessarily do it because they can't afford the actors, they could get close to it with AI without necessarily creating exactly as it would be with the actors. So, you know, I don't see it as, like, devaluing as, like, it, it makes it easier to make a rough draft, more or less. The one thing I see that might potentially be harmful is now that, like, the Writers Guild is doing their boycotts, a lot of companies are considering using ChatGPT to complete scripts and come up with new ideas instead of bringing them back See, in. and that... In that instance, I can see how they're really bad, because, you know, that's that's finishing their property, like. It's one thing, I think it's one thing to have, like, them help, fin help finish it, but to, to take the project over entirely with AI, that's, that's where it gets into some sketchier territory. One thing, uh, I've been using AI-generated images to actually help me become a better artist because there's some 
I I, I I put this like there's some art that's strange looking or gives you like different looking structures that I think once you kind of learn once I've learned these strange structures it's a lot easier to put that into normal architecture for me and it's been a real help well, I think it's also helpful in the sense that it'll help us get references for things that we we can't put on paper because like a lot of people they can draw things that they see but not so much things that are in their head but with it with ai they can at least get a reference to work from from, for something that may not be easy to recreate physically yes that's a another reason i was using a lot of ai is because i couldn't picture something and it it managed to give me a close enough picture i could use to actually get it out of my head and into work and where it's at now, like, even though it, you get a pretty accurate representation, like I was saying earlier, with some things getting a little wonky, like, it can't quite do hands, it can't quite do mouths in certain positions. Like, there's just some motions that it's, we're, we're, we're still not there to recreate. So it's, you know, like I said, it's good as, like, a blueprint or a, re- or a reference, but it doesn't create the full image. I'd like to share two of the best... I'll put these in the video. The best AI-generated images I've been able to make. I will take a peek at these. Okay, I just put them into chat. One's Tom Cruise standing in a closet, and the other's a really good Majora's Mask artwork. Wow, those are done with AI? Yep, both of them. In their entire that is actually super cool. <laughs> the first one I like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I typed Tom Cruise coming out of the closet, and it just had Tom Cruise standing in a closet. <laughs> Trying and to actually, figure out what's um, on the shelves. The second Got some picture, hats. I actually trained a little bit because it didn't know what Majora's Mask was, so I gave it a couple attempts, said, no, this is not what it is. And I, after like five or six attempts, it gave me this beautiful piece of work. I tinkered around a while back, like a year ago, and I made over 55... Uh, AI generated artworks. I have a lot more. I like using it a lot for memes and, well, like I said, for helping me make new artwork. I even use the AI generated stuff for my end screens in YouTube now. Well, for game specific games, because I don't want to rip actual images, and it gives me a good likeness, like for Portal 2. Now, as an artist, do you feel threatened by AI? Uh, yes and no, because, like, looking at that picture, I can't, uh, where I'm at right now, I could not recreate that if I wanted to, at least not to that scale. But I also have my own style that would be hard for, like, my flaws and everything to be picked up by an AI. So I think it's threatening, but at the same time, not, because people are still going to want a human touch to certain things, and... Yes, you can get close to what you want, but I guess even with an artist doing it, you're not never going to get exactly what you want. I guess I'm just kind of in between on everything. I'm threatened and not threatened at the same time. Oh, Al, this picture you put in the chat here. What what did you what what did you type in to get that? Like, I don't remember actually. I was probably very descriptive. I'll have to see if it. Shows me because that is like a very complete human face. I've got a ton of those. Oh, and uh, 
I, I also like how terrible it can be when trying to guess what you're <laughs> when it comes to like actual people. Like this image. <laughs> well, that that's oh. one of the things I've said. Like uh, a, a lot of I'm, a lot of groups I'm in that use a lot of AI art. The bulk things we're noticing is that like it has problems with hands and mouths. And if you look at these pictures, adult. Except for the first two, you put the first two, it's got the hands down pretty good for those ones. But in the other ones, you kind of see they get, like, blurry. One thing I've learned is if you use, well, a lot of the other artists who I'm friends with have learned this too, using it. The good engines to use, like checkpoints for different uh, AI generation tools, the the good ones are for porn, surprisingly enough. No, not unsurprisingly <laughs> enough. Yeah, I was gonna say that's totally unsurprising. That that is the reason to progress in in creating what yeah. you do not see. So like, I was having trouble. I wanted to get like the, a stupid like lawyer shot of the Monopoly man basically hitting <laughs> hitting a judge in the head with a banjo, and I could not get that with any of the cartoony ones I was trying. But I tried a porn one my friend sent me, and it got it down perfectly. It gave me exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Now, was there a penis in it? Nope. Actually, it was completely safe for work. Wow. Well, besides Impressive. a guy getting hit with a banjo. Well, yeah, I mean, as safe for work as being hit in the head with a banjo can possibly be. And I'll also, I won't share these ones in uh, the video, but these are the portal ones because people are going to see them anyway when they watch my videos. Uh, these are like, I gave it just the term portal, and it gave me these images. Oh, it reminds me of the Portal game a lot. Is what's coming up there? Yeah, that's what it was. Because I was playing, I, I was doing a let's play of the Portal games blind. Oh, yeah, my first playthrough of them. <laughs> and these are my end cards I've been using for the let's plays. I like them a lot. Yeah. I the two I use the most are the blue tube and the one to the left of it. There's also uh, this one room. It took me a ton of generations to get, but where where are you? I love this room. That is a really nice room. Looks like a room for like some kind of Star Wars or thing. Reminds me of something to do with the uh, where the clones are made. Yeah. One thing you probably noticed, though, like, as a fault, every single one is circular-based in some way. Oh, huh, so, yeah. Every single time I search portal, it would give me basically some form of circle as a base for everything to be formed around. Hmm. And no matter how many times I would try to train it, try to get it to add more, it was always circle-based. Maybe it's taking the word very literally. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking, because, like, maybe, maybe like, the original image, like, most of the images it's looking at is the, the circular doors you take to get through different chest, t <laughs> chest chambers, chest chambers. Yeah, or even more so than that, just, uh, just from the word portal, I mean. Oh, that's true. As in, like, porthole. 
No, uh, as right. a, as or, a... <laughs> the, the original, yeah, yeah, porthole, the original portal. Portal is just the shortened word for porthole. Aye, Captain. I'm gonna go to the water world. <laughs> Out through the portal I go. Portholio. I need TP. You know, Al, as a musician, oh, uh, how do you feel about like AI-generated lyrics and things like that? I have a lot of thoughts on, on it. Any you like to share, or those kind of you just want to keep to yourself? Um, uh, might share some. It's very my my opinions are very controversial. Ah, I see. Also, I'm, follow, I'm following it closely. There are some handy things about about AI, though I do know that it's being used more for villainy than for good. That but doesn't surprise all. me. I want to hear those takes. I want to know more about that because i don't hear that so much aside from people saying that it's like copying existing art like that's the only down thing i i really see but indeed I is mean, that the I, main uh, yeah it's probably the main thing he doesn't want to share <laughs> makes yeah, sense that's, that's what i was saying as a yeah, because, I mean, I've also seen, like, AI-generated, uh, like, people using the images of p existing people to make it seem like they're saying things that aren't what they're actually saying, and taking voice clips. It, it's... Yeah, lot, see, that's, that's true. When it, when it comes to, like, the, ag the ones that are copying existing voices, I can definitely see it there. Because, like, you know, the whole... Like, I've seen it used to make presidents play Minecraft uh, with each videos. other. <laughs> yes, it, it, exactly. But, like, you know, how do the presidents feel about looking at these videos of them swearing at each other and using language they don't know? They're probably terrified. I only think two of them would, have, would even be aware of it. <laughs> That's, That's a good point. I know nothing about politics. I'm only just well, recently most, learning most the, stuff. Most of the presidents playing video games one are really, really terrible impressions, though. Like the the, the AI generated voices aren't very good at all. Right? It, they even, they sound the more like Saturday Night Live impressions than copy yeah. to a T. I know, but still, the... it's. I'm sorry. But that's what I'm saying. It's not so much where it's where it's at. It's where it could be in ten years. I remember right. there's this guy on TikTok who deep faked himself to look, look and sound like Tom Cruise, well, and think about this. that was a big. People were getting like there were security concerns about that. Well, think about this. Cause now you could fake evidence for a trial. You could fake security camera evidence of, say, you know, a racial person robbing something in your store when he didn't actually. But you could, you know, you could easily with AI fake security camera footage of him committing the crime i can't believe That's i didn't true. think of that because i i actually one of the, my funny things i like to do is like make famous people get caught on camera doing stuff i'm not even kidding that's a thing i like to do like kanye west eating a deer in the woods is one of my <laughs> funny favorite searches so you could fake video evidence of any crime being committed that's you true i haven't thought about that very easily and this could be used in for example the me too movement a great effect. I that is actually a really valid point. I, I controversial or not, I think I can totally agree with that point. Yeah, I agree with that too. You can fake a, a voicemail threat or anything, or a voicemail admission to guilt, or whatever. Wow. Yeah, I never. I I completely agree. I never thought about that. 
You could make a voice a voice actress from a video game do an intro for your YouTube channel. Is her middle name start with an I? Because now I'm worried. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Catherine from. Uh, no, no, I no, I know. Well, I was gonna say, the initials being AI would be funny. <laughs> wow. Anyway, the last picture I shared in the Discord is called the fart. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on there. There's a uh, a woman with crossed eyes. This must be Woody. Who did? I don't know. Well, the thing I can't tell is if she's entirely wearing a shirt or not. I think she's missing well, an arm. I think it's a man. Could be a man. I mean, I get see feminine features on the one on the left yeah, with I'm a man on the right. Too, but he looks like a weird man. Like a, Well, I'm picturing, like, uh, not the guy from Megamind. One of those types of silly characters. I'm so mesmerized by the fact that there's, like, skin color from the jeans to, like, the chest. And, and then it's shirt. I think it might be, a, if you kind of look near the chest, kind of like a, uh, it's tied a little bit, maybe. Like the crop top. Or, yeah. Alter, or maybe even it's like, if you look at the size of his hands, it could be he's holding his stomach because he farted. And that's <laughs> like a hand wrapping around his back. Oh, maybe. So I'm kind of curious, well, uh, Dustin, is there anything... Uh, you're working on personally? For your, like, uh, uh, I don't have too many projects. Uh, Al and I have got a couple things, but I, they're not at any stage where I would like to announce anything with that. And stuff I've been working on personally has been put to the side because I've been doing a lot of overtime at work. Yeah, I hear you. A lot of my... Uh, I started pursuing uh, more things recently due to a lack of money. And being taken out of work for medical reasons so i'm i've been pushing things extremely hard on my channel and art wise i'm really trying to get out there well, <laughs> hey that's a good thing to do when thing when the stuff is bad throw yourself into your work whatever it may be yeah i've even lowered prices on my patreon even further now everything besides my dollar tier is five dollars <laughs> but no one wants to follow no one no matter what i do they only want to pay a dollar Gotta get some of that big league content out there. We got some good video ideas in the works that might get some stuff off the ground, but you never know. I've gotten better at drawing naked people and thought that that would get me money. That's apparently not the way to go. <laughs> you want to make the big books, you gotta get naked. Right. Once I'm fit. No, I'm kidding. Gotta have the organs that we do not. I want to do skits with both of you. You guys are so funny. Well, that's the thing. Like, I've I've kind of developed for myself. Is I if the money comes when it comes to doing art, that's fine and dandy. But I it, I'm not doing it for money and for and I'm doing it for because I want to have something to look back on and be like, this is what I did with my time. Yeah, for me, I'd, I'd like to just make money doing what I love. And right, I love well, obviously, you know, if you can make money, if you can make money doing what you love, by all means, you should, and that should be the goal. But, you know, 
Until then. Until then, I just keep on working. I mean, I guess YouTube's well, technically my main goal these days. Oh. One thing I'm noticing with a lot of online videos is uh, that a lot of them are, are following into the same formula where it's like they're getting more views because they're doing outlandish stunts with money. So if I could, you know, get some disposable income, we could do some outlandish stunts with money. Right. Which, if you're out there listening, and you have a lot of money, but you can't come up with outlandish stunts, you should give us that money so we can do outlandish stunts. Because we got a lot of, a lot of good ideas in the, in the little bucket. What if we go deep sea diving? Or not that deep, but diving and uh, picking up trash out of the ocean and also looking at cool shells, except one of us is really, really hot and wearing a thong. Do either of you have a kiddie pool? And we pretend that that's not really happening in the video, and we just... I've been thinking about getting a kiddie pool, but I do like this idea that Al is going on with. Yeah, I had, I had an idea that spawned I'm off of it. <laughs> I'm referencing another channel that I really like. Oh. We can make a video called We Save the We Save the Ocean, and we're just us cleaning out a tiny kiddie pool. Alright. And then getting... So if you, had, if you had a ridiculous budget... What would be your big blockbuster movie? Making the Grim Reaper sucks into a full series. Who would be your actors? I'd be playing uh, Desmond. And I would like Al to play the Songstrel, which is one of my new villains I've been working on, who's a t tortured musician. Who? All right. But you got a big mega budget, so who are your big time movie actor cameos? I gotta be completely honest. The only one I would personally get would probably be Ryan Reynolds and Drake Bell because I don't really care about big big people. I want to be I wanna Drake be, Bell. I like bringing the people I care about with me. It's a good way to be. Bring the little men up to I the wanna, top. I want to be like Adam Sandler. Gotcha. You're just making movies with your friends. Yeah. See, but even Adam Sandler, like when he's got a big budget, he will he will throw some crazy celebrity in there. Yeah, no, I'm just I, when I think about it, nothing, nobody, nobody jumps to mind. Like uh, oh. even when I design characters, I base them off of people I'd want to play them. What about you, Al? Big movie blockbuster idea. Hard to say. I haven't thought about such a thing in a while. Oh. I've thought about this a couple times. I got a couple good movies. See, one movie, uh, you've got Andy Samberg and uh, Michael Sarah. They play brothers. And then they find out they have a third brother. It's Jesse Eisenberg. Well, Jesse Eisenberg. But see, Matt Bennett is Jesse Eisenberg's dad. I think he's and the so there's this. <laughs> no, that's, that's the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> So they travel cross-country to meet their third brother, and somewhere all along the way, the black guy from 30 Rock makes a comical appearance. He plays Dracula from Billy and Mandy. Does he really? No. No, I'm saying he'll, oh. play, he'll play him in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> Scrape and lick. La, 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 la. Scrape and lick. 
Ew, that's your favorite part. It's your favorite episode. Do the thing. Fingernail sunglasses? Fingernail sunglasses. Fingernail sunglasses. Raggle, fraggle. Raggle, fraggle. A sand bandit. Well, I think that's all I... I don't really admire any actors uh, these days. It's hard to know who's good and who's evil. Fair enough. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I prefer to look at the artist without, you know, or the art without really caring about what the artist has done. Like, I, if I, I like I them in a movie, to, I like them in a movie. I used to separate the two, but now I realize that a lot of people are channeling their art into their uh, evil message. Uh, that's true. What's, I mean, my main my Hollywood guy. Oh. <laughs> I want to be the bitches get <laughs> money. <laughs> well, I think that's all I got for today. I may head out here. Is there any last minute stuff you want to say, Al? Nothing I can think of. Well, it has like been the... a pleasure, like... and we will do it again. Yeah, I'd like to thank you both I... for joining me. No problem. Yeah, I'll be on the show again sometime. It was definitely a pleasure. Had some interesting conversations. I'm glad we were a lot more organized than the, the HBHB podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, Alrighty. <laughs> I will catch you another time. Catch you Farewell. another time. See you all later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.